Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, I'm Jimmy Bullard, and this is me old Mac of Fenners. We're back together, son. How are you? Hi, Bully. Great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to the Marler Show. It isn't on the radio. It's a podcast, fool. You listen anywhere you go. The Joe Marler Show. Hello, you. <laughs> Welcome to Birmingham, or should I say, all right, love. Welcome to Birmingham. That's one of your better accents, actually. So Thank far, it's still time for it to fall apart. What do you mean, so far? Well, it's that already so tailing off. Is it? Yep. Ryan, what do you think? <laughs> Ryan. 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 Have you got it solely based on Peaky Blinders, or where does your fucking have Name a different fucking. Name a different. Pro, 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 get, pro, get. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, have you been to Birmingham before? Uh, when I was, is rugby in Birmingham? No, nope, that's in rugby. Where's rugby? Outside. Well then, no, I haven't. You've never been to Birmingham? No, this is my first time. Is it? Rhino? I have been to Birmingham. I've only ever been to the Christmas market, really. They do a really good one, but obviously it's... You came to Birmingham May. specifically for the Christmas market from What's Worcester. So, yeah, I used to live in Worcester, so there was no Christmas market there. So I came to the Birmingham Christmas market, but there was no other reason really to come. But when I did come, I don't think that the station was quite as sort of nice as well, this. Well, this has been done up recently, Ryan. I mean, I'd, listen, I don't want to not blow you two out of the water, but I have spent some time in Birmingham. Uh, Edge Baston, famous test venue, of course. I'll yep. be here most Where summers. Where they play cricket, Joe. I think you're going to like Birmingham, Ryan. I think you're going to like Birmingham, Joe. It's one of those cities that was quite shit about 30 years ago. Right. And then it's had various things done to it. And it's now a very beautiful city. Nice. Um, I know the bull ring. You yeah, say you know I the bull ring. <laughs> oh, here we go. You, go Ryan, on. you say you know the bull ring. But when we posted a picture of the bull ring on our WhatsApp group yesterday, you asked what the fuck it was and compared it to a spiky hoover. I basically was changing the WhatsApp icon to, and I typed in Birmingham, and the first thing that came up was, it's like sort of studded, weird grey building. Now, I thought the bull ring was just a shopping centre that had a bull out front. I don't remember seeing it from the back angle, but it was the ugliest building. Ugly? <gasps> Ugly? 
Maybe I don't you know, I've never seen the, it. You want to see what I'm, the boring used to look like. That building is an award-winning piece of architecture. Is it? Yeah, it oh. is. And you should have a little fucking respect for the bullring, mate. Do you know what? When I go there, when we walk past it, maybe I'll feel differently. Yeah, well, maybe this will make you feel differently, actually, Ryan. Because do you know why it's called the bullring? I have no idea. No, you don't. Because you don't treat it with enough respect. Whereas <laughs> I do, even though I've never seen it before. And it was actually first called the corn cheaping. The it corn cheaping. Called, it's called the corn cheaping in reference to uh, the corn market, obviously. But the bullring referred to a circle where the bulls were tied before slaughter. Oh, my God. Would you like some more facts about Birmingham? If Not if they're as dark as slaughter. Here's one for bulls. you. I was here last night, Joe. I got up early this morning. Had a lovely run along a canal. There are more canals, Ryan, in Birmingham than in Venice. Really? Venice. 35 miles of canal in Birmingham, a mere 26 in Venice. Wow. It's funny you should bring up canals, actually, because um, that's my second favourite word. <laughs> <laughs> if you take the first consonant away. If you take the consonant away, it's my first favourite word. But also, um, this morning... Getting ready, me and Daisy were talking about doing the garden, getting the garden all fixed up. I said to her, do you want the gondola back in the garden for the summer? And she went, pardon? I went, well, do you want that gondola back? Because the last one broke. Rather than she went, hmm, you want to get a <laughs> long boat with a man on the front of it. Or woman, don't know. But traditionally it's a man, like pushing oh, the way sole down. Mio, give it to me. You must be joking. Tiny, Tommy. <laughs> anyway, the long story short, I thought a gondola was this thing that blocks the sun out and that you see in Richmond Park, but apparently that's... Gazebo? A... No, Pergado. Pergola. Pergola. Foxy, I still don't know it. Um, I'm guessing they don't have gondolas in Birmingham, do they, Tom? What do they more, do in these... More canal boat Yeah, what do they do in these canals? At, you're, you're looking at a classic longboat scenario. Yeah. As I went past the mailbox, uh, which is a lovely building, um, which houses a number of shops, hotels and I've offices. seen pictures of that area. That looks lovely. I Very nice. Uh, a longboat was going through one of the tunnels. Um, what else would you like to know about Birmingham? Do you know, Ryan, it's the youngest city in Europe. Yeah? Is it? 40% of the population are younger than 25 years old. Oh. Um, that's fallen to 39.9% since our arrival this morning. <laughs> Yeah, that um, I really misunderstood that fact because when you said it's the youngest city, I thought it was the f- just youngest. made it. Yeah, as in it, it was. Is it that been around? Very is that long. true? Has it been around a long time? Birmingham has been around for a very long time, Joe. Here's how long it has been around. The precursor to the football league, now known as the AFL, which is shit because of the EPL, but basically football, born in Aston in Birmingham, 1885. First teams to join. Have a guess. They're local ones. Birmingham. Correct. Aston Villa. Correct. And if you went west of Birmingham, you'd, you'd get to... You'd go to Sheffield Wednesday. Not this time. Sheffield United. You'd go to West... Wittering. <laughs> the Baggies. The Baggies. West Albion. 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 <laughs> the Baggies. The Baggies. Yeah. Can we just go back to that ball ring? Uh, just to really hammer home your disrespectful... Well, I need to go see this it. building because well, yeah, apparently but, I've got it all yeah, wrong. Well, the actual ball ring might look like a piece of shit, but the ball ring <laughs> ball outside of it was declared one of the world's, world, in the world, the entire world, the planet we live on, it was declared one of the world's top public works of art. Unbelievable. I mean, I feel like we should go see some of these things because there's a lot more to see in Birmingham than maybe I thought there was. Tom, I have got some bad news. Oh, no. 
Yeah. You know the swindler? Josh Swindells? Yeah, and the banker. Tom Barkley? Yeah. Well, they had tickets for our show in Manchester. Oh, superb. But unfortunately, they can't make it anymore because ah. they've got a legit excuse here. One you'd probably back is that their football team have made it through to local cup final at Halifax Town's Shea Stadium, Ooh. which is on the same night, so they can't come anymore. So basically, Joe, I imagine they, what they want to do was sell their tickets, pass on their tickets. That's exactly what they want to do. So what we're doing here is we're saying if anyone would like the tickets of the swindler and the banker, get in touch with us in all the usual places. Joe, would you mind doing them a good luck message for the big game? The team, Joe, if you don't know, Hebden Royd Red Star, who apparently need all the help they can get. I don't believe that. They've made a massive cup final at Halifax's The Shea. Fuck it. Let's give them something. I want to wish Hebden Royd Red Star all the best of luck and anything else that goes with that to make you win a game of football at the mighty Shea Stadium. Good luck. What happens if they lose? And if you lose, tough fucking shit. I think that sounds fair, Joe. Goodbye. Yeah, I'm not being funny, Ryan. You've just walked us through about eight different shopping centres that all claim to be the bull ring. And then, Joe, if you look ahead of us, there appears to be a Premier Inn Tower Block Hotel, which is identical to the one we're staying at. It's and, the same place, mate. And the station. Ryan, what are you doing? I think the thing is, though, it seems to be in Birmingham that the Grand Central Station is everywhere and also the Bull Ring. How can it be everywhere? Well, everywhere I look is the Grand Central Station or the Bull Ring. I honestly didn't mean to drag you around the shopping centre, but me and Vicky went in search for some of the most famous landmarks in Birmingham. Oh, hello. And we may have found a bit of a gem. What do you see in front of you? Uh, Grand Central Station thing. Specifically that bit over there. All bar one. Big deal. I'm hoping that this reference isn't lost on Tom, but Joe, I think you're going to appreciate it. We found, have you seen that viral photo of the four lads in jeans? This, this exact photo. This no is way, the that's exact the exact spot. spot. This is the exact oh, all is. bar one. Brilliant. The, the four lads who all look like they are the same person. So do people just come here and have that photo? Why haven't <laughs> they got like footsteps? If, if they don't already, we're about to be the first people who have a photo as the only four lads in jeans. Look, I can't change how many of us there are currently here, but isn't that fucking amazing? This photo has been seen around the world and has had parodies done of it around the world and you're stood on basically the exact spot where they had that photo taken, not knowing it become a viral sensation. Do you want my legit reaction? Go on. Don't give a shit. Mm. Okay, well, Vicky, let's count this one as a score draw. Just a term I think, of, I think a term it's a way defeat. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have to have the photo anyway now that we're oh, here. But okay, all right, well, you take us somewhere else. I thought it was good. Okay. So, Joe, we are having a little spot of lunch you have ordered. For my luncheon. I um, copied today's producer, Vicky, with a jacket potato. I've never seen you eat a jacket potato before. Are you okay? How many meals have you seen me eat? Fucking loads. But off the top I of mean, your head. I mean, do you mean how many lunchtimes and evenings <laughs> have I seen you eat or how many meals have I seen like, you eat? How many, two varieties, how many variety of meals have you seen me eat? <laughs> I was amazed you only ordered one, to be fair. Only ordered one jacket potato? Yeah, you normally have two lunches, whereas I would have thought two jacket potatoes. There's no point in giving right us that face because yeah, it's but a jacket, fact and you know No, it. I know it is, but jacket potatoes are big, aren't they? How do you know how big potatoes. this is going to be? Well, if it's too small, I'll order another one. Or I'll have Vicky's. <laughs> what have you ordered? Uh, a full veggie breakfast. Oh, that traditional brummy food. I love a veggie breakfast. All right, it's three in the afternoon, but that's what I wanted. Well, Ryan, then what I'm going to have a sleep. I've ordered a chicken and bacon baguette. 
that comes with salad and Caesar dressing and in the And what part of that is a traditional Brummie food? Well, to be fair, I don't really know. We haven't discussed what a traditional Brummie food is just yet. Well, I mean, it's funny enough, potato, is it? Well, funny enough, a traditional Brummie food would be if we went to a curry house and ordered a ball tea, of which we were meant to do, but the geriatric of the group <laughs> said... Um, do you mind if we don't go to uh, the Balti house because um, my IBS is playing me up today? Yeah, I didn't mention that I didn't want a spicy bun, but that's basically <laughs> the truth of it. Neither uh, did you, and you used me as a human shield. I was easy. No, you it. weren't. You didn't okay. want a Balti. Ryan, have you got any Birmingham facts that you'd like to share with the group? Well, it's funny you mention uh, the Balti Triangle, Joe, because apparently the Balti was actually created in Birmingham, and there are over 100 Balti houses in the city. So... If we weren't having a show tonight and we were up for a Balti, we could have gone to one of a hundred restaurants, which sounds like a lot. So this um, is developing in something of a theme here, Joe, because a couple of weeks ago when we were in Glasgow, we found out that which dish was created in Glasgow? Tikka. The chicken tikka. Chicken tikka. No, no, it wasn't created in Glasgow. Was it? Yes. I thought they just ate loads of it. No, it was invented. No, it was made. It was invented and in now Glasgow. And now we're in Balti, Birmingham. Fuck. This is turning into something of a curry tour, isn't it? So next... Bit? Well, yeah, it would be if we had had a chi- chicken tikka in Glasgow and a balti in Birmingham, of which we've done neither or neither. Instead, you got a jacket potato. Except we went for a jacket potato. We're like that bloke like called Dave <laughs> that goes to Benidorm and orders a ham, egg and chips. We're them. That's quite damning. Joe, I'm going to move it on to the Glee Club where we're performing this evening. Is that tonight? It's this very evening. <laughs> I'm going to give you, Joe, a list of performers and I would like an audible reaction to the people who have also played at the Glee Club. Joe Lysett. Oh, yeah. He's the one who slagged off um, the government that time and did that, shredded that money, but it wasn't real money. And I, I like him, actually. Number two, Joe, Stacey Dooley. The... Uh, Investigates. Investigative journalist. yes. That went and stayed with the feral family. Done all sorts. What did she investigate at the Glee Club? The Glee Club. Oh. So it's slightly worrying that we're performing there later yeah, if it's yeah. under investigation by Dooley. It's sort of like doing about the Glee Club, really, isn't it? Like we're doing, so... Here's another one for you, Joe. Big props to you, Stace. Both Mumford and his sons. Wow. <gasps> As in, I will wait, I will wait. For... Did oh, they sing man. at the Glee Club or did they do stand-up? <laughs> I mean, I think because they're musicians, they decided not to perform their usual thing, but do a fucking debut stand-up show <laughs> okay that's cool that's pretty cool um, and then there was someone called Adele <gasps> Adele's played the Glee Club in Birmingham according to Vicky our producer Adele has played Joe the very venue that you and I are going to play this evening Vicky can you look me in the eyes Adele's played at the Glee Club in Birmingham yeah which album we're we talking pre-albums pre-albums oh so it was when she was young yeah like real raw. We could be in Las Vegas doing a a residency. Residency twice a day. At a matinee, hospital. Matinee performance, evening performance, ball gowns, glitter guns. Glitter guns. Yes. Why does everything in America have to be revolved around guns? Know. It's a sad day, isn't it, Joe? Anyway, that's cool about Adele. Like Very especially cool. Raw. Do you want to go to Adele with me? Yes. Ryan, do you want to go with Adele? I would Adele love with me? to go to Adele. With Vicky, you. do you want to go Adele with me? Yeah, I'll come Adele. I'll go to Adele if you lot sort the tickets. Okay, Joe, what have you thought of Birmingham as, as we've walked around? I think it's really nice. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite of what I thought it was going to be. I thought there was just loads of canals and loads of coal. And coal? Yeah, like coal. Why coal? That's how you carry coal. 
Okay. In the canals. It's the best way to transport You are literally it. focusing on Peaky Blinders, aren't you? Yeah. Just chucking My knowledge of Birmingham yeah. is just the scene. For, I expected to just have horse and carts coming down the road and just like pubs every other building. You walked past the bull ring, didn't you? The actual yeah, bull. we've walked past that bull ring, although we need this cleared up. Mm. The guest we just had on, yep. he confirmed to us that that building that you that you thought was a giant hoover isn't actually the bull ring. That's self... Because we were like, how about this building? He went, oh, what, Selfridges? That's Selfridges. I that say that was like, a twist, wasn't it? The Selfridges thing. And then you look, get a bit closer. It just looks like a giant, like, pincushion that's got drawing pins in it. And you've pushed them all the way and in. And you've pushed them all so the way no in. there's no shaft yeah. showing. And it's just... that It looks like that. And it's not the prettiest, but it's still quite impressive. Very Ryan impressive. Ryan doesn't like it, do you? Um, when I was stood there actually looking at it, I kind of get it. I'm still a bit confused because the bull ring seems to be everywhere we've looked around so far. There's some nod to the bull ring. But the actual bull, when we walked past, you weren't a fan of, Joe, were you? It's just a metal bull. I've got one in my garden. <laughs> it's like multicoloured and it opens up to put some ice in it and cool your beers. It was a bit bigger than I thought it'd be, to be fair. Really? I, yeah, it was quite large. It was it was taller than you. It's to scale. Listen, I hope to interrupt our lunches here. So let's dive into our lunch and then chat afterwards. Shrink the Box is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favourite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namone Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behaviour creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Box is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast. So we've just had our lunch. So good that I'm now struggling to speak. Um, you know me well at this point of the day. I often fall asleep. If you could talk amongst yourselves about your memories of the Palladium last week. Did you realise how big it would be? You know when you walked in and you actually realised there was It was actually tiers. smaller than what I thought it was. Was it? Because it was more intimate, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought it was going to go back more, but it was more up more. I was blown away when I turned up there and you said, mate, come with me, wait till you see this. Yeah. And the choir practicing, and we go out on the stage, and you look up at it, and you go, "Fucking hell, this is a really impressive venue." And what in the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> like we've either like paid a ridiculous amount of money to rent it out, or bribed the caretaker hard with cock shots. My favourite bit was when I arrived and we I sort of walked out the front of the Palladium to get to the stage door, and the Joe Marler show branding was all over the front of the palladium and it was just it was really quite grand and i just thought it was actually oh wow because how many people walk past that every day and just our, our show was on it i just thought that was really actually quite cool as we walked off stage joe neither of us were capable of speech did you find that you were battered for the rest of the week i really really i'll be honest i really really struggled it was such a massive high and I enjoyed myself so much spending it with all you guys and i had i just Stop myself after immediately after when we got back to the dressing room. I had to stop myself for a minute from critiquing straight away um, to be like, oh, we, this could have gone better, we should have done this or something. And you were like, mate, just give it a minute, just enjoy. So I did, but then after that, it was kind of like, oh, 
you think you'd be on a massive high and you want to go out on the piss and fucking yeah. enjoy yourself. And then we got out to that bar that we'd booked afterwards. So tired. It was so loud. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> this is so rock and roll. So <laughs> Welcome to my age. So Welcome loud. to my world. Like, oh, and someone went, do you want a beer? I went, oh, if I have to. I was like, I just want to go home. <laughs> um, but, and then the, for, for the whole week, I was really quite flat. Well, I have to say on a more positive note, when I was, <laughs> when, uh, when I was by the side, I was by the side of the stage for a lot of it. So I walked out into the audience. The noise when you're actually amongst the crowd and sort of when I turned and looked at you both on stage, it was quite a surreal moment. I thought it was quite cool. Was that more surreal or less surreal than you actually discovering that you've got groupies? Oh yeah, I forgot about them. Because wasn't it you at half the interval that you went out on stage and like a few higher pitched voices were, oh my God, that's producer Ryan. It's producer Ryan. I'm glad you brought this up, Joe. Uh, <laughs> at the like, time, Ryan's got groupies. Yeah, at the time I thought it was pretty rock and roll. However, after some investigation, I think it might have been my mum and my brother's <laughs> sister. <laughs> And my brother's girlfriend. Why have they, um, why have they referred yeah. to you formally as producer Ryan? Producer I, I don't know. I think, but apparently they started a shout, and then the lads in front of them were absolutely loving it, and all joined in. Brilliant. So a lot of the group said groupies didn't know who I was, but ah. there was a group of people who knew my name by the end of it. So it's a bit like buying followers on social media. I think that's a bit what it was like. But big shout out to my mum and to my brother's girlfriend. Tom, what I need your uh, your memories, your assessment of how you felt because you were a little bit. In the dressing room afterwards, you were just flat on your back. My brain was fried. You were just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what we've just done. No. Well, the thing is, you're concentrating so hard, aren't you, where you're on stage on making sure that the words that are coming out of your mouth are the right words and that the words Steve is saying on your head don't come straight out of your mouth um, and you act on them and that you know where you're going in the script next. So it was like concentrating massively hard. So when, as soon as we walked off stage, it's like my brain just went. Although I may have played it down a bit, it is nice to go back and just do normal stuff, and then wait till the next, yeah, the next time to gear up. Because if you're always on that, it just imagine doing that night after night. Although I did look at um, that Lewis Capaldi documentary on Netflix, and there's a bit where he's getting ready to go out to play at the O2, and in no way, shape or form am I com comparing the two. And me and Days were talking about it and I think the difference was he's <laughs> he's got a talent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a reason he's why he's there. He's probably not shitting himself yeah. because he knows that I'm just walking out and I can sing. And play guitar. <laughs> and so actually it's more scary for us because <laughs> we scarier. walk out there and go, what the fuck are we going to do today? <laughs> can't eat a Valencia ice lolly in uh, 0.3 seconds though, can he? The fact that the Valencia was almost entirely melted already, you basically yeah. drank Sorry the lolly, didn't that. you? Oh, listen, I'm not knocking your consumption of Valencia. Don't it get me wrong. a little bit like you are. No, because <laughs> I don't know anyone else who could, who could smash down 12 Valencias in a single sitting. Daisy, she was in the audience. And she did have a load of people going up to her. <laughs> and they're like, oh, brilliant. Um, does he, has he really eaten 12 Valencia ice lollies? <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> she just found herself having to answer these questions like, does he really do that? Yeah. Like, That must be exhausting. <laughs> she was like, I need to leave now. Right, the coffee machine is being cleaned in the <laughs> restaurant we're in, which is a clear signal we have to go. Let's get we're ourselves start ready. we flashing the lights on and off <laughs> yeah. now, for fuck's sake. See you at the Glee Club. 
So Joe, we are in the last half an hour before we go on stage. We're in the bar area. The lights are flashing, the tunes are on. And isn't it nice to look to your right and see Lydia France, our AI expert. Hey, Lydia, you all right? I am very good, thank you. Lydia! The expert in AI, <laughs> also known as the AI expert. That's who I am, and still not a robot. Well, if I well, don't know, because like as Tom knows, I don't trust anyone. No, I mean, it's, so if you it's, were a robot, the first thing you'd say would be, I ain't a robot. Exactly. Although she might say, I am not a robot. That's the stereotype, mate, from films. Can I, Grow can I tell up. you a story, Joe? Please. Have you heard of the Turing test? Cheering. Cheering test. Oh, Alan, yeah. Turing Alan Turing, test. the yep. institute you work at. The institute at. I work at, yeah. Yep. Uh, it's a test about can you find out if someone is a robot or not. Uh, and you can ask them any question you like to try and find out if they are human or a robot. And they did this test with one word. What word would you give to prove to another human that you're a human and not a robot? Me? Yeah, what would you choose? Well, I'd probably use my safety word that I use with my wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is Satsuma. <laughs> Why did I know it was That's Satsuma? Lovely. What? I knew it was Satsuma. You knew? Yeah. Have you been there? No, I don't think so, but I was going to say Satsuma. It's Satsuma. So I'd say Satsuma. Well, what, what is the, it? The word that is most human, that people recognise as a very human word, is poop. 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 Yeah. Poop. Yeah. And well, fuck. That's another good one to poop use. Poop fuck. Yeah. Whereas well, that's the robots, a completely different thing in my the robots, house. <laughs> the robots tend to use uh, compassion, empathy, to try and prove that they're human. And people clock that and go, no, that's a robot. Whereas if you swear and, and use toilet humour, that, that proves you're a human. So we've got some Guinness in front of us. Lily, you've gone mm. for a... Diet Coke. A Diet Coke. Um, I love getting the, the caffeine high. It's important before we go on yeah. stage. Joe, you've got your highlighter out. It feels quite yeah. late to be doing this, but that's the way the show works. Yeah, well, it is. And I don't know why I'm highlighting it because... You've just highlighted everything on the page. I have literally highlighted <laughs> it. negates it's very pretty. the effect and of the highlight. And the also, the other columns are already highlighted. So mm. it's just I want to use my Stabilo Swing Cool. Why don't you um, draw yourself a picture as well? Blue, yeah, but I think that might throw me off. <laughs> um and I'm, I'm, I'm just inclined to write a cock and balls rather than <laughs> anything else. But are you nervous, Tom? This is third third trip in, Ooh, third question, show in. Joe. I think this is the point about 20 minutes before you go on stage where the nerves start clanging. Once you're, you know, it's like Lydia, because you do a, a fair amount I'm of improv fine. as well. Yeah. Once you're on, you're fine, aren't you? Oh, of course. It's yeah. a bit like when you want to get into a swimming pool, just get in the swimming pool. The bit when you stand on the edge and your trunks are dipping a toe. <laughs> it's cold, yeah, it's fucking freezing. Is well, the hardest bit. You can also think of nerves as just being excited because it's the same thing. If We're you just excited. You just said excited. this to me, didn't you? Yeah. You said nerves like, are a sign that you care. Exactly. Nerves are good. I think nerves are a sign that you're scared shitless, not that you care. If you're N feeling excited, you're feeling terrified, those two feelings are exactly the same. You just put a different name on them. Saying what if I'm, I'm just numb? If you're numb, that's that's just you. Just Shift your <laughs> position. Shift your position. No, like I'm just numb. Is that where you are now? Like numb. Just think think for a second about that word. Mm. Numb. Right, Joe, enough uh, prittle prattle. We need to get on stage. Um, Lydia, we'll yeah. see you on there. Joe, bon chance. See you shortly. What are you expecting from the show? I don't know what to expect, really. <laughs> yeah, but we are really excited, yeah. So just don't know what to expect. I wouldn't say high expectations, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it. I am very looking forward to it. Um, I kind of expect it to be a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, some bullying between Tom and Joe. <laughs> but yes, thoroughly looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm really excited, but 
I'll be honest, I've got no expectations. I have no idea what it's going to be about. So I think that's what makes it more exciting. Uh, I am very excited for the show and my expectations to have a very, very fun time. Um, we went to the Capham Grand last year, had a lot of fun. And immediately, as soon as tickets went on sale, we just had to buy them. Very excited. Uh, expectations? I uh, don't know. <laughs> just, had, just had to enjoy ourselves. That was quite good, wasn't it? Ew. 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 Give a big shout for Olivia, on, people, Liv. please. Thank God, Liv asked if she could sit on you the... You can go on the uh, vagina, for sure. Liv. Yeah. You came here tonight to see this show, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Who were you meant to come with? Uh, so, well, I was meant to come with an ex. Oh, it's okay, guys, it's okay. Someone say you single. <laughs> you were meant to come with your ex, yeah? Yeah. Why, why, why didn't you? Because uh, he was a bad egg, uh, oh. and I got rid. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Interestingly, though, um, are you, so you came on your own instead, then? <laughs> well, so I came with a very close friend, who, funny enough, is an ex. <laughs> but a different ex from a previous time. It's not a red flag, I promise you. <laughs> oh, that, that lad in the corner who shouted, are you single, is now going, fuck, I shout. I know. When you've been talking about your exes and one of whom is called Joe, is it not this Joe, is it to my... Uh, no, it's that one. Over there. But things are amicable now. Yeah, yeah. Because a big shout to Joe for actually stepping up and coming tonight exactly. and filling in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Thanks for being such a good sport. It's okay. Not entirely sure what this section was, but it no, was excellent. Thank you ever so much. Thank you. Big shout to Olivia, please. Thank you, Liv. Right, so it is past 10 o'clock. We're sitting on a stage in an empty venue. We're all eating sandwiches because we're starving because we couldn't eat before. Where are these sandwiches? Oh, you've not had some. Ryan's <laughs> you got didn't some. Really get some. one. Fuck's sake. There's a cheese triple on the chair over there. Okay. That was a, a lot of fun in the end. Okay, like producer Vicky has just said a positive reflection on the show. <laughs> but it would be remiss of us to not actually point out there were some fucking hiccups. How early doors did I lose my Britney mic? Three minutes. It does serve you right for asking for a Britney mic when we were like, wouldn't it be much easier if you had a regular mic like Tom? Did you sit on it? Is that what happened? Well, I don't know what happened yeah, with sat it. On it. I, well, yeah, I sat on it with my noose. But <laughs> that Britney mic should have been strong enough to 
cope with my anus. Britney's anus I'd, is smaller than yours. Yeah, fine. But Britney's talk, a bit smaller than you. Right, fine. Again, I talk with my hands though, Ryan. Yeah. So I'd, I wanted to have the ability to still, do, rather than thinking that, you saw how fucking awful I was when I was trying to put the mic out to like guess that we had up to that talk. That was bad, actually. Whilst, yeah. I was t- whilst they were talking, I put it to my mouth. Whilst I put it to my mouth, they were talking. It was hard work, mate. Whereas if I had the Britney mic, I could have just kissed them like for a prolonged period on their cheek and they we could have <laughs> just shared that Britney mic on cheek on cheek. I'm glad that's the bit you're picking out that you struggle with, not the bit where you're rolling around on a vagina purple sofa yeah, with that, one hand. That was tough. The bit where you had to just point it at someone else. That, that's the bit you struggle with. Yeah, that big black vagina was really quite... Probably makes it sound a bit weird, doesn't it? It's a sofa. Do you um, know what was good, though, tonight? To the Palladium, you can't really see people, can you, Ryan? You can't really see the audience. Tonight, it was super intimate. You could see everyone. Yeah. So you could chat to people. And also, the guests on stage. Yeah. Oh, Molly and Nathan, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Molly, for those uh, listeners who weren't here, Molly was... Uh, a, le- a young lady who came on and wrapped the whole of Prince of Bel-Air, basically. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on a playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, relaxing, I'm maxing all cool while shooting some people outside the school. When a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighbourhood. I got in one little fight and my mama got scared. Said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel-Air. How would you describe Nathan, Joe? Nathan was like a super version of me. He was like a strongman version of me. Something we've learned from this tour is basically how many people who listen to the show look like you. I have to say it was, I mean, the London Palladium, like we spoke about earlier, was absolutely epic and sort of one of those moments you go, how are we doing this? I think the second half of the show tonight in the 350 people capacity Glee Club Birmingham was probably my favourite of the tour so far. I don't know why you just you're both brilliant and also the the interaction with the crowd was very good today a lot of good they were brilliant so Richard Powell he was really good he got a lot of shit though because he was the only one who gave me his name but there was at least eight or nine people around him that were heckling on his behalf and he was just heartbroken (laughs) so I haven't said anything bad I just told you where Min Street was it it feels like we're in need of a beverage Uh, we need to find a local hostelry and and have a couple of drinks Joe you're in training tomorrow so you'll be on the lime and sodas of course um Birmingham's been a lot of fun. We thought it might be some sort of anti-climax after Palladium. We were massively wrong. It's a beautiful city. We've met a lot of interesting people. We've met a lot of listeners. We've had a great time, even though we couldn't see what we were saying or hear what we were doing. Um, so let's go and have a drink, shall we? Yeah, but before we do that, we've we've all debriefed ourselves and had given our opinions of what, what's happened. We have got some immediate feedback from oh, someone who was in the audience. Oh, no. Um, it's actually a Patreon member. The Shermanator that we oh, met pre-show um, with his missus. And he's gone, thank you guys, cracking show. Pity you almost took the missus's eye out with the lolly. <laughs> <laughs> Great to meet you all as well. Cheers. Well, that sort of sums it up. There you go. I did throw them quite vigorously, didn't I? But it was dark. I well, think something to work it. on in Manchester. Oh, we're lobbing more lollies in Manchester. We're lobbing more lollies. Lobbing more lollies. Labia, 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 labia. Walking down the street with a bag of dildos. And on that note, let's go to the pub.
crowd network. A place where you belong. Sports Social Podcast Network.